0: Hello, this is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful, Ryan Kugler. Ryan, are you ready to do this?
1: I am. Thank you.
0: Excellent. Let's 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 go. Ryan is a multi business owner. He is an author. He is a speaker and a family man. Excited to have you on, Ryan. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do.
1: Well, thank you, and good morning. Happy to be here this fine morning. Uh, I am Ryan Kugler. I'm based in Los Angeles, California, and basically I run three businesses, which was why I think you wanted me here, because I run a layered company, which means all of the employees do work for all three companies. So if someone is in operations, they're doing operations for all three companies. Someone's in marketing, they're doing mar- marketing for all three companies. It kind of makes their job a little more exciting. So they're not doing the same like conveyor belt thing of just, you know, stamping or whatever every day. So we give a little bit more pizzazz and life into it. Also keeps me busy, keeps me on my toes. Uh, the three business thing. I'm always looking for other opportunities. I'm always looking to have different things in each business. I am active in, not a silent partner, silent whatever. I'm physically doing every day and I'm sure we're going to get into how do I manage each business or what's the priority. Um, so yes, that's fulfilling my day. And, uh, you know, I, it started because I did not like what happened in 2008 where I was told, hey, you might not get paid. This is what's in a family business. So I decided to start some side hustles that turned into some full-time gigs. So here we are today, still managing. Every day is a new day. One business up, two down. Two businesses up the next day. One down, three up the next day. None down. So this way I can go home happy. If all three are down, that kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> very, very, very rare.
0: <laughs> nice. Well, I certainly, certainly appreciate all of those things. I don't think I've ever heard the term layered company before.
1: Yes. I, I coined it myself. So anyone can use it or take it or copyright it. It's fine.
0: Okay. <laughs> Good enough. So a lot of people talk about a why or having a purpose in, in in business. Do you have something like that?
1: I think my purpose and my why started when, when I was in high school uh, or just growing up. And I just, I, I loved getting an allowance, but I'm like, why can't I have more? Why can't I buy more? I want to buy other things. You know, At the time I used to go to a record store and I only had like $8. I was only able to get one cassette, you know, and I'm just like, okay, I want the other three. So I, I guess my purpose was I wanted to have more money. Now money doesn't rule the world. It doesn't create happiness, but it helps you. So I just wanted to have more money. So I wanted to work. Literally when I went to school and I got ridiculed for this, I brought a briefcase as my backpack. And I remember a girl who I'm still friends with made fun of me for that. So I just had this whole idea of being a businessman and doing business and being, you know, doing deals, buying, selling, whatever it was. So I, I guess that was the chip installed in me when I was born. Nice.
0: Well, I certainly appreciate that. Yeah. How much were cassettes, Ryan? I, I also bought a, a million cassettes. I just can't remember how much they were. It was were. like 7
1: if I remember. Cause okay. I remember like $8 and I had to find like a quarter somewhere in the room for taxes. <laughs> so, uh, where records, LPs was like nine ninety nine, And then when CDs came out, it really jumped. So, right. Anyway, but now a record is like twenty five, thirty, forty dollars. They don't make cassettes, but that was my whole thing: is to buy a cassette.
0: Nice, well, I pre- I appreciate that. Yeah. So, we are we human beings living in in today's world are pulled in a lot of different directions. There's mm-hmm. so many different things that we can give our attention to and our time. And so I've been spending a good amount of time thinking about prioritization and helping people to do a better job of that. I don't know if i am being successful at it or not, but you certainly are. You talk about you've got these three companies and you've got employees that are your layered companies doing different things at different times. So how do you think about and teach, train prioritization?
1: I think the main way when you have three companies is follow the money. And I don't mean to be I don't want this to sound money hungry in today's times, but basically, which company has the most transaction or is bringing in the most revenue that day or that week? So that's really what I do. So if, if you know, the person handling operations or the person handling marketing is dealing with three companies and comes and says, well, what do I do? I just teach them, well, where do we have the biggest bang this week you know, or, or, or a deadline? We do follow that, too. But, you know, if the operations person, if we're, you know, one of my businesses is a wholesale business, and if we have to pick up 10 truckloads of something, as opposed to we have an event business and the event isn't for three weeks, well, we're going to pick up the 10 truckloads because that's more pressing, where the event business can wait a week or so. Um, but it also just, it, it involves judgment and delegation. So I always let someone, you know, I delegate, I don't micromanage, that is, I hate micromanaging. Um, And then I just say, Hey, use your best judgment. Here's my policy, or here's what I suggest from there. You do it. Now, if I come and the person's working on an event that's taking place in nine months from now, as opposed to picking up the 10 trucks, I'm going to go, what gives? Why? Well, because we had to fill out the permit today. Otherwise we lose the space. Okay. That makes sense. Okay, cool. You know, and, and Oh, by the way, we already booked the 10 trucks rocket. I'm all good. I'm walking away. I probably, sorry. I said anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I appreciate that. So you, if, 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 if you don't like to micromanage, you are a delegator. And I'm sure there are a million different reasons for that. Did you do a really good job on the front end and train people the right way?
1: Good employees, common sense, logic, interests, non-entitlement. <laughs> if you can find a good employee that can really just use judgment. I mean, sure, you train somebody. But you, I mean, you, you just try to find the right person who, you know, when you're doing interview, they're actually looking at you, they're asking questions, they're answering questions, and you could just tell they're not looking at their watch, finding out when they can go to Starbucks.
0: Keep it simple.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Do uh
0: do 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 we overcomplicate things?
1: Uh, we, you, and I. Sure. Uh, human beings. <laughs> no, it's human beings. No, I actually don't think so. I, it depends. I mean, you know, it's funny you say that, and I think of. We're doing a permit right now with a city that I can't name and someone is over things and it's so literal and you're just pulling out your hair so every end indiv- I bring up that story because every individual is different. So every human is different every human is built different. We are not all the same. Some, you know, are raised this way and some are raised that way and some have these traditions and some don't so it just, you know, you just love and respect all
0: well said. Yeah. So. Are you working 100 hours a week, running three businesses, Ryan?
1: No, I'm working about 50 to 60. I do. I do have a clock that shuts down, meaning where I immediately just say I'm done. So honestly, after I do about 10 hours in the office, meaning 10 hours in this building, I'm done. I want to leave. I, I reach a certain point where I'm kind of like, okay, I did it. I'm good. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna go exercise. I'm gonna eat a snack. I'm gonna play with the kid. I'm gonna do homework. Yeah, Maybe I'll check email and see. But usually I do have a cutoff where I just go, I'm done because I already committed to 10 hours. And when I'm in the office, it's 10 hours. I mean, it's not like I'm having a three hour meeting or three hour lunch. Lunch is at my desk, which takes five minutes and meetings I don't ever let go beyond a certain time. And you can even ask my friends who want to eat lunch with me. I'm like, sure, I'll eat lunch with you. 30 minutes. So that's just kind of how I am, because I want to make sure I'm in the office and really doing what needs to be done
0: so you try and set a rule of of or a limit of 30 minutes on all the meetings or is just not as, 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 i wish as...
1: i could but no some <laughs> some go an hour but it's funny i was someone like said hey the other day hey let's do a zoom call it's gonna be two hours and i'm like nope <laughs> so and not don't happening. take this interview as i'm gonna cut you off in 30 minutes but it is it is kind of known like you know i just had to handle a friend of mine who came to me and said you ate your pizza and you were just done. and You got up and left. I guess that's the negative side of me. I just do it and and then I go to the next thing in my life. Now, granted, I do have fun if I go out with my friends at night. Sure, I'll go to dinner for a few hours, and it's, but it's like a Friday night or a Saturday night and I don't have a pressing issue of work the next day. I'm good.
0: And it's 10 hours. Is that what you've discovered is the limit to like just this is it. I, I, I need to move on and do something else.
1: I think so. That's a good way to phrase it, by the way. I I think that is how it is. Uh, Yeah. Now I will have days where I'll work more like, you know, I own an event business. So if I'm going to work and then I have an event, sure, I'll go beyond it. But I just try to make it that I know there's a certain cutoff. And something my father taught me too is you want to end the day on a win, which means end the day where something good happened and then go, okay, like George Costanza did in Seinfeld. I'm out. I'm done. So I try to do that too. I try to like, okay, so it's, it's nine hours and 52 minutes and someone just called and gave us a big sale. I'm like, okay, good. This is a good time to leave. Cause sometimes if you stay, you might have a problem and then it's going to, you're going to go home not happy.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, either focus on have, have, have you tried to say, okay, I'm, I've got you're you're looking at tomorrow or you're in the office cause you're a really early morning person. You say, okay, here's the key things I want to do today have you tried to do that versus ten hours, or you just found that the way that you like to perform is more time based?
1: Both. I always do write my goals and targets. So any of your listeners should do this. Always, I do it before I leave. Usually, like I'll just go, okay, this is what I'm going to do tomorrow. Here's my battle plan, or here's what I'm going to accomplish. Um, and then in the morning, if it's if I didn't do it before because I just walked out. Um and I'll do it in the morning and I'll just go, okay. There's usually a piece of paper, like literally, I mean the camera can't see it, but right in front of me next to my keyboard that says here's what's happening today. So and then I know and then it also says my goals, like close this person or do this, or you know, place this ad or whatever the whatever it is that I need to do is usually there.
0: Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. And then from uh do do you have what what does a typical week look like? Do you have meetings that 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 are like fixed and scheduled?
1: Um no, every week is different. Monday is always the busiest for some reason and it it seems that we get the most inflow, which means the most calls in, the most content emails coming in. Monday is always the busiest. It's that's it, good. We love it. Um but usually like if I have but I will schedule calls whenever I can, but usually So I have an event business, too, and I try to do event calls on Fridays, Um, because usually events are on the weekend that I do. So I do a lot of charity runs and walks, so a lot of weekend gigs. So I try to schedule anything with events on a Friday because then it's fresh in my mind the next day, because the last thing an event producer, event coordinator needs to do is forget something. So if if I handle it on a Friday, that most likely I'll remember it on the weekend, even if it's not the event I'm working on, it just helps to gen it in my head where I'm just kind of like, oh yeah, this event needs water, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll go to the event, even though it's different, it will just remind me, oh yeah, most events need water, blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah, so is, is three the number or are, are you is, is there room for expansion?
1: There's room for expansion. I'm actually looking at something right now. I'm actually actively looking for another business. I'm trying to, I'm actively looking for a business that since this is a platform that has more than five employees, more than a million dollars in sales and continuity that and preferably in the tech space and preferably in florida or texas nice yeah, very specific that, that's my checklist of what i'm looking for so there is something but i want to take a more of a silent role on it so i don't want to actively be doing it every day i just want something that's there with some knowledge and help out either as a board member a staff uh, uh, you know in a staff meeting or whatever nice
0: all right yeah. i like it thank you well, Ryan, you've already give us a bunch. You've already given us a bunch, but the people are ready for your difference-making tip. What do you have for them?
1: Well, the difference-making tip is number one. This is very logical with today's world. Always return every call and email. <laughs> I don't know if that's what you were looking for, but I have to tell you, I am a salesman at heart, and I'm constantly selling in all three businesses. Whether it's my event business, and I'm selling to get new events, or in my marketing business, getting new clients, or in my wholesale business. But either way, one is always emailing one is always calling and, by the way, you're very good at replying to emails, so thank you, but um, you always always I mean i'm not telling you to reply to an email from walmart. You know spam, but if any e- if someone emails you and asks you a question that you know is not spam. It is best to reply, even if you don't have an answer i'll get back to you i'll check on this and it's something i'm teaching my kids right now like hey if I send you a text or even my friends still but. I've just noticed the society we live in today is a little different, and it's a little bit more like I'll, if I want to, I'll reply, if I want to, I'll do this. But I look at it like, and this is long-winded, like if someone sends you an email or calls you and you don't call them back or reply back, it's like me walking up to the street and going, hey, how you doing? And you just walk away. You don't even say, hi. (laughs) So... So I'm a big advocate of, you know, making a change in today's communication cycle, meaning that people actually adhere to it and just, you know, even if it's something you don't want. Now, if someone's going to be irate at you, yeah, choose, I I would suggest not returning it.
0: (laughs) Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets it. Come on.
1: Thank you.
0: Ryan, so uh, it's fascinating. The way that we communicate is vastly different than when you and I were buying tapes back in the day. Um, yeah, you
1: mer- and back then when you wanted to call someone, you, just, you picked up the phone and you called, or you mm-hmm. wrote them a letter, or later in technology, the end of the 80s, you sent them a fax. Now you have 20 different ways to communicate with someone. LinkedIn, Facebook, WhatsApp, texting, calling. It's amazing the ways to communicate with someone. And you, George, you probably have seen this. Some people will say, hey, text me. Hey, send me a communication on LinkedIn. Hey, do you have this software you can, I mean, it's, anyway, sorry to cut you off.
0: Not at all. That really is sort of my thought process. Is, are you're you you're fluid and you endeavor to communicate with people how they best like to be communicated with.
1: Try to. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I try to. It's it's like for example, yesterday I had a meeting and you know I'm I I have a cell phone. Okay, it is here, but it's actually off to my right when I sit down at the desk because I'm sitting in front of two screens, a keyboard, a phone, and then I have two actual landlines here. So I'm old school and I like when people just call me at the office, but then there's a lot of people like, no, I want to text you or no, I want you to communicate with me. You know, all kids today all communicate on Snapchat and Facebook and Instagram through their messaging service. And I'm constantly asking my son, wait, you have to go and open another app to do, and then go there to send a message. Yeah. And I'm like, why don't you just dial their phone number, just hit the text button and just text. And it's like, you save three seconds because that's how everybody does it dad and i'm like okay (laughs) i'm like but anyway as i was saying i went to a meeting and the guy's like yeah just here's my cell phone just text me i'm like okay so i gotta pick up my phone to the right which i usually have on vibrate by the way i have it over here so you know (laughs) because kids call wife and i gotta go that direction when i'm like right here and have all of this like you're looking at maybe i'm a snob (laughs) sorry
0: not at all it's you know it's funny that uh these days, I, I, I wonder if the most underutilized app on the cell phone is the actual cell phone itself, but who knows?
1: Yes. yes. <laughs> so someone taught me, they said, you know, an Apple iPhone is actually, it's, it's a computer that has an app that is a phone.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so how funny.
1: Yes, that's right.
0: All well, right. Thank, thank you. you so much for coming on. Where can people learn more about you? How, how can they engage with you?
1: Thank you. Um, I, you know, you can go to my website, RyanKugler.com. Um, or you know, I have three different websites for three different companies. Obviously, aplanb.com is the website for my wholesale business. So basically, we help people get products into retail when that plan A doesn't work. That's why it's called Plan B. Aplanb.com. Uh, we have a, a marketing business where we make high-end specialized marketing material for people. These are actually video brochures. It's a brochure that plays a video upon opening. It's pretty cool. Um, idealcontent.com or Videomailer.com. And then we have an event business, so we do a lot of charity runs and walks. A lot of our – we don't do personal events like bar mitzvahs or weddings or baby showers. We do all corporate nonprofit gigs, and that is A5 events. So the letter A, the number five, and the word events, which is Plural.com.
0: Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Ryan your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to ryankugler.com. That's R Y A N K U G L E R com and i will list all of the other sites that ryan mentioned in the notes of the show as well thanks again ryan thank you and until next time keep fighting the good fight we are all in this together